Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. What's up? What's up? Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. How are you today, Ambrosia? (laughs) Oh, full name. Um, it's I'm always, it's all. <laughs> does it always shock me every time? Yeah, always you always shocked? say that exact thing. Oh, full government name. <laughs> That's your name. That is my name. I like my name. I like yeah. my name. Um, yes, I am doing good today. I'm having, I'm having a good day. I had a great weekend. I'm having a good day. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I fly out to Cali tomorrow. So yeah. That- guys see me I will be in the west coast yeah you're gonna be on the west coast for quite a bit right I'm gonna be on the west coast for a little over two weeks yeah that's exciting no a little less than two weeks I'm sorry yeah well cool I'm going to San Diego to visit my sister and then I am going to Seattle Washington which I need to still book my hotel and then I am going to the Redwoods because I've always wanted to go there so I'm really excited. And this is all – so you're going to Seattle alone, right? I'm going to Seattle alone, yep. And this is all a part – some of this is a part of our fearless year that we've mentioned on here where Ambie and I do something that scares us every week for one year. And mm-hmm. traveling alone is something that scares you, Right. Traveling, so it's not the actual like going to the airport, traveling alone like that, because I've done that a lot for retreats. That doesn't scare me. It's the being in the hotel and the redwoods. It's like camping by myself, which is just like, I don't love camping. And uh, so that's happening. Um, So it's interesting. It's good though, because I never have stayed somewhere like for multiple days, truly by myself, that it wasn't a work trip. Um, so I've decided that, um, I paid for this, like a meditation in the forest in the redwoods, and then I'm going to the Winchester mystery house one day. So I'm really excited. I think it sounds awesome. I think you're going to have a great time. I think you're going to have so a too. super spiritual experience with yourself. Super spiritual experience. I love it. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Got to see some friends. Um, yeah, honestly, just like let myself be lazy. One of the biggest things I really struggle with is like not – I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like not knowing what to do with my time. Um, 
So I get like, actually, sometimes I get really stressed out on weekends if I don't have something like planned out. And Mm -hmm. this weekend, I really just let myself like relax and hang out. And it was, it was nice. So, um, so yeah, things are good. Um, but, uh, everybody, I forgot to say earlier, if you want to follow along with our fearless year journey, you can go check out the TikTok, which is up now. And it is literally our fearless year. We have a trailer on there and the first post of our first fear should be coming very soon. So make sure you're following us on TikTok to stay up with our journey. And also, uh, if you have suggestions for things that we should do, like things, scary things we should do or things that yeah. scare you, please post in the Facebook group. Um, let us know what we should do because I think at some point we're gonna probably going to run out of ideas. So Yeah, or email us, let us know. I've done a few. I've done a few already. You've yeah. done a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the first post? Is it the Brazilian wax, the first one? I no, it's know. mine. I think, I don't know. Yes, okay. it's our fearless year, one word, Sabrina. So um, it's, we've done a lot of, uh, so far I haven't had a fear so far. I haven't had a fear that's been like, I will never do that again. Every fear that we have done so far has been like, that wasn't so bad. I could do that again. That was cool. Yeah. I did have wax ass crack for a couple of days, but <laughs> I have gotten waxed again. So I was the one who was like, I'm not even doing it to begin with. And I went back. So yeah, I agree. I think I was thinking about it today. It's really cool. Like the, the whole point of this, I think is to get your mind, get our minds in the, the perspective of like, no, we're choosing to do the thing. We're choosing to mm-hmm. do the thing. Not like, oh, that's scary. I'll never do that. It's like, nope, we're choosing to go into the fear rather than avoid it. And so I think it's it's a really, um, I'm really excited to like catch up with us in like six months once this has been going on for six months because who knows. For a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another fear that it wasn't on the list, it's not on the list because I didn't videotape it. So, you know, but getting my septum pierced was a fear that I've had for a long time, actually. And I was really nervous, a couple of different reasons, but this has been the easiest piercing ever. It didn't hurt at all. Not at all. Wow. And I've heard those hurt. No, I've heard from everybody that it doesn't hurt at all. I have like three friends who said it was so painful. It doesn't hurt at all. And then not getting it done, not after. It hurt a little bit that day, but that was it. And like under uh, on the top of my lip hurt, which is weird. But um, yeah, and then usually my piercings get irritated. The skin does. And then like something will always happen. This hasn't happened yet either. So really excited about that. You're accepting of the, your body is very accepting of this like newness or this fear. It is. Yeah. I love Love it. Love that. I love it. Um, yeah, so stay, stay tuned with our journey for that. And we also have a very exciting announcement that is going to coincide with what we're talking about today. So we are doing a brand new group coaching program. We haven't done a group coaching program in a long time, like over a year. Um, Mm -hmm. and this group coaching program is specifically for baby intuitives. It's specifically for people who... Um, feel that they might be intuitive, want to explore their intuition, don't know, maybe you don't know exactly what you want to do with it, or maybe you do know that you just want to know more about it and you want to develop more of your skills. 
Um, but we've never offered a program for this demographic. We've always, if you've been following us for a while, our programs have always been geared towards, you know, intuitives who want to start a business and, you know, people Mm -hmm. who might be at like a further level with it. But we, we know that a lot of our audience is really just wanting to explore their intuition anymore, develop their intuitive skills. And we have designed a 12 week program that is uh, geared towards this demographic. And it is our most cost-effective program we've ever done together because Mm -hmm. we also wanted to um, make something more accessible for people. So we're going to go over over the 12 weeks. I was just going to roll into it. Yeah, go for it. Um, Over the 12 weeks, we're going to go over the basics of like grounding, protecting, all of that. But we're also going to go over why you believe uh, kind of proving to yourself that you're not crazy. You're actually intuitive and really how to, which is the title of the episode. I love it. Title really of the how, coaching course the as well. Oh yes. Yes. So how to develop that muscle because it is like a muscle. The more you use it, the better, it, the stronger it becomes and the more you control you have over it. So really reducing the fear that comes with using your intuition, whether it be fear of being wrong or whether it be fear of, um, you know, seeing something that would scare you, et cetera, et cetera. I've, I've been um, teaching different students for the last three years. So I've seen a lot of fears come up around people. And I've worked a lot with um, that type of hesitancy and things of that nature. So if you feel like this would help you, it's going to be a group too. So you're going to have people to practice with, you're going to have people going through the same experience that you're going through. And that's why we designed it that way. So really, really, really. Can I give a preview of the weeks? Please do. So some of the, some of the weeks are the basics of intuition. Like Ambie said, psychic work, meaning like what does it mean, how to do psychic work, basic rules for how to do a reading, um, empath work, uh, telepathy, remote viewing, mediumship weeks one and two, communicating with spirit guides, practices to amplify your intuition, how to deal with the shadow aspects of intuition, uh, and more. So these are some of the topics that like these are each week is going to be focused on one thing. And like Ambie said, we're going to we're going to do breakout rooms with everybody so that everybody can get a chance to practice. Everyone's going to have homework. You're going to have a group of people to like Ambie said, practice with, which, by the way, that's how I op- opened up my intuition. That's exactly how it happened, because if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, um, for, for like the first two years of this podcast, I was like, Ambie's the intuitive one and I'm just like the host or whatever. I, I just didn't identify as intuitive and she would always say, but you're intuitive too. And I would always be like, no, like I, I can't do this. And um, then about a year ago, it was kind of this intuitive feeling of like, why aren't you taking this seriously? Like, why aren't you actually like, like trying? Why, you know, for myself? So what Ambie told me to do is like, why don't you just play? Why don't you just connect with other people in our group and play and practice and see what happens? And it was through having those little practice dates that I realized, oh my God, I am intuitive. Wait a minute, I am. And um, and it was the 
it was so powerful. It was such a cool realization that, wait a minute, no, my intuition has been talking to me this whole time and I have heard it. I just didn't know that's what it was. And it wasn't until I was in a safe space where I was just playing around that I could actually like experience that. So it's really, that's going to be a big part of this experience too, is having those people that you're going to get to practice with. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's going to be really awesome. And once again, the name of this program is you're not crazy, you're intuitive. Um, just so you know, we do have limited spots and we are starting in January, 2022. So in just a few months, um, and it is $1,200 if you want to do full payment, like one time full payment, or we have a $1,500, um, payment plan. So basically you'd pay three months of 500. Um, so if this is of interest to you, if you're someone who's just been wanting to really like dive in and, and really, um, you know, accept your intuition and open your intuition and, and, uh, and play around as well, then this is going to be a great course for you. So, um, you can click the link in the show notes of this episode, or I will also put it in the description of this video on inner bloom, um, Facebook. Sorry guys, my brain's a little mm, today. I'll put it on the video, uh, description as well. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us and that's that. But that's that. But that's also, unless, Ambi, there's anything else you want to say about the program before we move in. No, go ahead. But that's also the topic that we want to talk about today. So this idea of like, you're not crazy, you're just intuitive. Because there are so many people that Ambi and I talk to who say they think they're crazy or like that they've always been told they're crazy by other people. (laughs) You know, I mean, Ambi, I know you were told that when you were younger. Yeah, when I was younger, I would tell my mom that I could hear people um, in my room and I always felt like someone was behind me and I would always like run into my mom's room and she would say things like, don't tell other people that they're going to think you're crazy. And she thought I had schizophrenia for a long time and um, not that having schizophrenia means you're crazy, but there in my family, there's a very negative um correlation between mental illness and, um, being crazy or being locked up. And so like therapy wasn't a thing, anything like that, but I digress. My point is anything outside of the normalcy was viewed in my family as crazy. It was viewed as unacceptable and you don't really talk about that. So the fact that not only was I hearing these things, but that I just knew when people were lying to me, I never felt safe around people because people lie a lot. And really being told my whole life that, no, that's not right. Um, You're making this up. It's not true. You're the one that's lying. All of these things can really mess with your head, especially if you feel like you can't trust yourself. That's the biggest part here that like I really came aware of when I started working with my own intuition was that I've been told my whole life that I can't trust my intuition. I can't trust myself that I'm not someone that can be trusted. And it wasn't until my brother died that that all became really clear that I'm not making this up. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another 
Thanks for sharing that. And I, I think another big piece of this or or something I, kn- I know you and I see quite a bit is, mm-hmm. or we hear it, is um, somebody who's intuitive but who is raised in a very like religious family or religious community with religious ideals and this belief that has been programmed into them of that this is the devil, this is, you know, basically that your intuition is part of something bad, right? And it's not something that you should be listening to uh, or playing around with. And, you know, I think that's that's particularly challenging and, and it, it, it upsets me because – Like, I think there are good parts about religion, right? Like, I think that some people find community in religion. You know, there's a way to come together. And I think that's why a lot of people are drawn to it in some ways. Mm -hmm. But the part that upsets me is this idea that, like, no, no, don't connect to yourself. That's, that's, that something's wrong with that. You have to go through me to get, you know, to get, to get Mm -hmm. to God or whatever. Like, it's like, it's, it totally encourages this, um, dependency. And this, like, mm-hmm. lack of self-sufficiency and this lack of power, too, this lack of empowerment, this belief that I'm not powerful, I, I, I don't have this within myself, I have to go outside to get it, right? Or I have to be good enough to get it, I have to do, I have to do everything right. And, you know, we know that being human is, is not about being perfect. Being human is about messing up and learning and growing. And um, so, you know, Ambie, I don't know if, you were raised in or you had any of that as an impact but I know that a lot of people that we talk to who are like baby intuitives or just discovering this that's something that they really question at first well yeah I've worked with a lot of people that come from various religious backgrounds and so they've dealt with this um, whether it's Catholicism Christianity whatever the case may be, uh, Jehovah's Witness, whatever the case may be, they deal with this in various ways. And it's, it is definitely this idea of looking at someone else to be the connector to God, right? But the reason that religions, I mean, not the real release reason, but what they have been told growing up in the church or growing up in a religious family is that if you practice speaking to spirits, if you practice certain types of spiritual, spiritual work, then that is the devil. And the reason that that is the devil, I've heard things um, like you are keeping souls there by communicating with them. You're keeping them there against their will. Um, You're not really talking to people that have passed away. You're talking to demons disguised as people that have passed away. Um, to try to like steal your soul. Um, it's the devil's work because nothing, ha- everybody, uh, there is nothing that happens after we die. And so you can't be talking to spirits. So I've heard a lot of different vary- variants from that. And I talked to a lot of people that have passed away and I've never And I have asked them these questions. Am I holding you here against your will? Is like, you know, am I like, am I talking to the devil? All of those things. And most of the time they laugh at me, but I digress. So it's, it is hard though, coming from that. You're going to go to hell. This is wrong because you are going against your family. You're going against everything that you've been raised with. 
And there's so much fear around that. And so it's really about creating that safe space and talking to other people that are going through something similar or that have had a background in something similar that really understand where you're coming coming from and can really help you through it as well. And that's that's really important, whether you work with us or someone else, but having that community is key because without the community, it really becomes a very lonely process because a lot of your, it's very much coming out of the spiritual closet. It's very, very similar. It's coming out of like, you're telling people, this is my view, this is how I feel. And One of the things that I'm really starting to disagree with in the spiritual community personally is this idea that you have to save everybody, right? And everybody goes through that of, I have to save you. And, um, oh my God, you're Catholic. That means that we're not going to evolve in the same way. That's not true, right? Mm -hmm. So it's also facing that shadow aspect of yourself, which is why we put that in a whole week of, you don't have to save other people. But that will really help your intuition, too, of letting go of the expectations that other people put on you. So, again, whether it's this program or a different one, making sure that your teacher that you decide to go with, because I do recommend that you that everybody gets a teacher, making sure your teacher that you decide to go with doesn't teach from a fear based place, but they teach from an understanding and empowering place, because that is really, really helpful And it can really perpetuate that fear, especially with people that have grown up in the Catholic church. Um, It can really perpetuate that fear of feeling like you're abandoning everybody and feeling like you're going to go to hell. You're doing something wrong. You're doing the devil's work, all of it. So, and it's really empowering to stand on your own feet and understand like I'm solid where I'm at. I don't need anybody else's approval of where I'm at. Amen. Um, James, Lipscomb. Hi, James. Hi, James. Said on Facebook, I totally resonated with what Ambrosia said. It really is such a scary feeling when it comes to not trusting what you're experiencing as intuition, especially when others around you are logically minded. That lack of support can totally mess with your head. Caroline Benavides says, I resonate with this a thousand, a million, bajillion percent. And it's that belief that lingers that really sets you back and makes you think you are a horrible person and crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay, so let's talk about not trusting yourself, okay? Because I feel like we've all done this. And, you know, sometimes I still do this. I still have a hard time trusting myself with various things because we don't want to believe what we already know. We don't want to believe that we won't be accepted. We won't, we don't want to believe that this person is hurting us. We don't want to believe that I should quit my job, et cetera, whatever the case may be. Right. So it really goes with a lot of intuitives tell me, well, what if I'm wrong? You will be, there will be a time where you are wrong. And that goes back into this God complex, this idea that we've been so conditioned to in our society that you have to have one person like the Pope, for example, and they have a connection to God that you don't have. And therefore the Pope is unconditionally right. And you are not. And so people, you know, in the middle ages looked at seers very similarly, not that they had a connection to God, but that they were unconditionally right. Right. And some people still to this day, look at psychics, which are the same things as seers as unconditionally right. 
And that is just simply not true. The reason that that is not true is because you have beliefs and you have a life. And so therefore you are going to interpret information incorrectly sometimes. You don't know everything, no matter how good you are at this. If there's an intuitive out there that tells you they know everything, I would run the other way. Because a part of your humanity is admitting that you can make a mistake. And I think that that's a really big step that we have to we have to be okay with understanding that we're going to be wrong at some point. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. Beautifully said. Um, so what are some other things that you think make people think that they're crazy? Like when you talk to people who are intuitive, what are some other things that get in the way of them embracing their intuition? Or believing in themselves. So the idea that it's going to get worse or more scary. Mm, and so oh yeah. I really Hollywood and our society for this one. Uh, if you see spirits, for example, now I have met, I have, I have personally coached almost 40 people at this point, And I have met a ton of people that can do what I do. And so I have met a few people that see spirits the way they see living people. And there's not a whole lot of difference there. That can be very confusing. And that can be really hard to live in two worlds at one time, um, which is you're living in the spirit world and you're living in this physical world. But the big thing, most people see them in their mind's eye. Most people feel like someone is in the room. Most people see shadows or silhouettes out of the corner of their eye or movement out of the corner of their eye. And uh, they dismiss it. They think they're crazy. They think their eyes are playing tricks on them. And it's because they doubt themselves, but also there's an element of fear. Well, if I accept it and I move through it, then it's going to get worse and I'm going to see them full on like I see living people. And that is simply not true. If you were going to see them full on like living people, you already would have, right? So it's really about understanding. And I think a lot of the other thing is that people don't understand that they're in control of their ability. Mm. They're in control and they can communicate with the other side and ask the other side, I don't want to see this. I do want to see this. I don't want to communicate in this way. I do want to communicate in this way. And so that really helped me understand oh, this is more of a relationship rather than I have to just give in and do whatever, you know, this ghost wants me to do. That's not the case at all. You know what I was thinking of today? How hmm. one time, um, even with the ARC-9, one time the ARC-9, we were channeling and they said something. They said, X, Y, and Z is going to be a really big part of your business in the future. And we both went, no, it will not. And we hmm. were, were like, no, no, that's the only time that's ever happened. But we both were like, don't, don't, don't want that. Don't agree with it. No, no, thank you. And it was like, okay. And it was not. <laughs> do you, or do you know what that was? Yeah, but I don't want to say it on air. All right. Tell me off. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I really love what you're saying about like, because I've had a lot of clients uh, as well who, who've, as we've been working together, have been like, asking, I just saw this sign. What does that mean? What, you know, and it's like feel, feeling like everything has to mean something so specific. And, and I've 
because I've learned from you, been like, well, what what does that mean to you? And what do you also what do you want it to mean? You know, like how your the your guides or your intuition are always trying to talk to you in ways that you'll best understand or in ways that you decide. So it's like I like what you said about you're actually establishing a relationship. It's not just this is what it is, submit, because that that goes kind of back into religion, right? Yeah. And I think there are too many lately in the spiritual community, this is my opinion. I think there are too many correlations to religion and spirituality. And I feel like a lot of people are really kind of just copycatting the standard of basic religion into spirituality. And that's actually not what it's supposed to be. And that's all well and fine if that's like what you believe, but I had a call the other day with someone and uh, we were talking about this idea that the universe is punishing her because she's not good enough or something like that. And what I was really trying to explain is that is religious dogma. You are being punished and you're going to go to hell if you don't do X, Y, and Z, right? The universe, spirituality doesn't work like that, or it's not supposed to, it's actually supposed to be something quite different. And so I like the idea that I can communicate with the other side, it can communicate with other beings, and that it's a back and forth, that if I don't want to participate in what they are offering that I participate in, then I don't have to. And I'm not going to go to hell. I'm not going to go to a worse place. I'm not going to be punished on this plane for not doing that. And actually, it can be what's actually happening if you do that is you're exhausting your energy so much that it's not an even energy exchange anymore. And now you're going to get physically sick. You're going to get tired. You're going to actually create more stress in your, in your life than really necessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would also say just to add on to that, yeah. that if that is happening in your life where you find like you're not sleeping well because you're having really, um, Oh my gosh. I can't think of the word like intrusive, not intrusive thoughts, dreams. What are they called? Lucid dreams. There we go. Thank you. If you're having really intense lucid dreams, that means you're working in in, at nighttime, ask them not to do that anymore. Say, Hey, I really don't want to have a lucid dream tonight. I just want to rest my body. If you are bombarded all the time with energy, that means you don't have good boundaries. We need to really set up those boundaries. If you're bombarded all the time with I used to be bombarded all the time with missing people. They would just show up. They would tell me to help them, all of these things. And what I really had to come into reality was I am not a superhero and it is not my job to save people. So if they want to work with me, they have to bring their living people to me because energetically wise, it's not an exchange. It's just me pushing my energy out and draining myself. And that's not fair to either one because then they're not getting 100% of me. So if you have poor boundaries in the spirit world, that usually mirrors your real life, your physical life is you have poor boundaries in the physical world too. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Um, so with this program that we're doing, who like you just listed off some things that people might be experiencing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Caroline just said, I feel like Ambie is talking to my soul right now. I needed this 100%. That's awesome. Um, 
So you just listed off some things that might be happening to people. So what are some other qualities of someone who would be good for our You're Not Crazy, Your Intuitive program? So people that can hear, um, I would say the people that can hear voices, um, people that can see things, people that can just know things about others. Um, If you feel like you are intuitive and you want to learn more about that, then this is a good program for you. Doesn't matter what Claire you use primarily, because we're going to go over that. But if you understand, like for me, I knew I was intuitive. I didn't want to face it for a really long time, but I knew I was intuitive. If you have that knowing, then that means it's time for you to tap into it. Um, And that can show up in a lot of different ways. Um, Or I've had a client that wanted to be intuitive. Right. And so it's it goes into building that muscle, too. And that's just as valid as they have um, natural born intuitives and then intuitives that you kind of have to remember what's going on. Both are valid. One is not better than the other. I feel like I'm more the second one. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. No. No, there isn't. But I, just to give an example, like I feel like I'm not – I wasn't seeing things when I was younger. I was – I wanted to. I, I talk all the time on this podcast. I really wish I did. I just never did when I was younger. So um, – but so again, I'm kind of like living proof that like even if you've never had any of that going on but you really want to develop this muscle because like Ambie said, it is a muscle. You know, you yep. just it's, – it's an ability just like you have the ability to speak and – listen and pay attention and all of this. It's, talk. it's talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ian's another good example of that. Oh my gosh. And he told you me, tell that? you tell it, you tell it. So, um, la- this summer, Alexa and I had a live event we were doing in South Carolina. And so her friend Ian, um, is a, what would he be? What would he be? A cinematographer. Videographer. Okay. So he was recording the whole trip for us because we're going to turn it into something else uh, next spring. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is we played a game going down to South Carolina and coming back, which was like we would have him feel into someone that was living or past. And he would tell us like uh, physical descriptions, descriptions about their personality and then like various things. And he was crazy accurate I mean eerily accurate about this information and he had never done anything like that before never and I I would say he believes in it but not like he was open to it he was open to it he wasn't like oh my god I want to do this it was like well I don't know if it's gonna work yeah exactly exactly that's another really good example and then I just saw him and he was telling me he was like oh my God, I, he basically like talked to spirit and asked for something and it like showed up immediately. It was, it was really cool. cool. So anyway, the point is whether you're somebody who already has this ability in some way, you just want to understand more about it um, and practice and amplify or someone who wants to develop the muscle, um, check out our program. You're not crazy. You're just intuitive. You're just intuitive. (laughs) And if you don't, um, if you don't want to do our program for whatever reason, I highly, 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 highly recommend getting some kind of teacher, getting some kind of instructor to help you because 
you can go down a road where you think everything is a sign and everything is spirit and everything is this. And it does get a very, a little scary at that point. Mm-hmm. I think in anything you want to do, it's just really important to find a teacher, someone like that you really resonate with and someone who can help you in the next step because it's, you don't want to have to reinvent the wheel, right? Like yeah. you just want to, you want to know like the basics and the ins and outs so that you feel comfortable proceeding. So mm-hmm. yes, I would agree. And um, and also another thing is like it, the, the community piece is just really important. It's really important to feel – because we've said this on this podcast a billion times, but I, I cannot tell you, number one, how many people I talk to who are like – oh, well, thank God, like, thank God I'm talking to you right now because if I was telling this to anyone else, they would look at me like I had three heads. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting because to me, we've created a world where, like, literally this is all I talk about and nobody ever looks at me funny because I've surrounded myself with people who talk about this. So, like, but but there was a time a few years ago before we met where I felt the same way. Where And, and so the, the community piece is huge in – assisting you in not feeling crazy in knowing that this is normal in knowing that this is an ability and knowing that this is valid. Um, and I think that's really, really important. It's a really important piece of empowerment. It's not even just like intuition woo woo stuff. It's empowerment is what mm-hmm. it is. So, and even, you know, what's funny, it's coming to my mind. I had a, a student one time that she told me, and if you're listening, love you, I'm not going to say your name, but love you. Um, she told me that every time she does intuitive things like readings, whatever the case may be, or channeling, we were working on channeling. Every time she does that, it starts to rain. And her and I live in the same city. And I did not believe her. I will be very honest that I was like, okay, all right. It's coincidence, <laughs> but okay. And sure as shit, every time it would start to rain to the point to where when it rains now, I still think about her and I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? So like, there's not a whole lot that can shock me at this point. So if, you know, you come up with something and you're like, this is happening to me, chances are I've seen it, I have dealt with it, um, and it's not going to make you feel abnormal. And if I haven't dealt with it or seen it, I probably know someone who has and can help. Yes, 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 yes. So um, again, you can check out that program at the link in our, our – um... <sighs> Our show notes, my my mind is blanking today. The link in our show notes. Um, and what else is, is there anything else that we need to share? Um, you can, oh, you can now get our, uh, yeah, get our Empath 101 um, webinar at our, um, on our Patreon at our $20 tier. You can also talk to the ARC9 at that tier. And you guys are going to want to stay tuned with our ARC9 stuff because we have some, some fun things coming up uh, with the ARC-9 in the near future. So, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, we love you. Until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.